Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 23, the Jordan episode of Six Point Weekend. Jordan in his prime? Uh-huh. Like, hella prime. Hella prime. That's what we're talking about. You know who else is really in the prime? The Courage. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Not just a six-point weekend, but a nine-point weekend. Trophies. Big points. Big points. A trophy weekend. It actually does come with trophies and envelopes to open. Yes. How about that? A very large trophy with a big fat W on it for winner. For winners. Absolutely. Um, episode 23 of Six Point Weekend. Glad to have you with us. I am Jonathan. Sitting next to me is Dave. What's up? And across from me is Ebony. What's up? Um, so man, far, KP. Yeah, we were everywhere this weekend. I was Wills on tour with um, Josh Mayo, friend of the program. And um, y'all were here. And we're going to talk about everything that happened this last weekend. But first, we have people that bring us here as always. Um, we love beer. And so does Tasty Beverage Company. Yes. Uh, we're brought to you by Tasty Beverage Co. right here in downtown Raleigh. Check them out online, tastybeverageco.com. They have two beautiful locations, one in Asheville, one right here in downtown Raleigh. You walk in, tell them Six Point Weekend sent you. Get yourself a free koozie. We're also a part of the Beautiful Game Network on Facebook and Twitter. That's the BGN.FM. And we're also friends of the pod on Soccer and Sweet Tea. Hashtag SNST, fam. <laughs> and Jonathan has a wonderful ad read for you, Justin. This podcast is brought to you by Hot Dogs, the official sandwich of Six Point Weekend. It is not. <laughs> Amen. It is, it is Amen. not. Amen. If you want to make us say ridiculous claims like that one every week, check <laughs> us out on patreon.com slash six point weekend. I will refute all the crazy ones like a hot dog is not a sandwich. It's a sandwich. I had a sandwich when I went to Audi Field sure. on that Saturday. Sure. It's good. Sure. We'll go Real with good. that. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm having a beer right now and just watching the fun <laughs> as it curls <laughs> around me. I love it. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I was um, whales on tour this last weekend, and that resulted in um, a, dead whale, a dead whale scarf being present to two 90-minute winners. Um, yeah. I am really upset that I missed out on the Pittsburgh match here because it seemed like it was amazing. I was here. I watched it happen in front of my face and I still don't believe it happened. So it was like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm rather surprised as well. This was probably one of the best games that NCFC has played all season long. Yeah. This this was a... You know how they said fuck it for the Charlotte game? Mm -hmm. This was their fuck it for the second half of the season. I mean, they also said F it the first time they went up to Pittsburgh. Yeah, but then lost. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that was the three-five-two, wasn't it? That was the three-five-two. Yeah, this was a slightly different evidence in this that they went back to the four-five-one, which Ooh. we had been saying all season that it was not effective, it was not working. They need to have two up top. But well, they kind of they kind of proved not. that. They kind of proved that though, because they bypassed the midfield for a lot of that game. A lot of them were dump like dump ins trying to get to Rios, like for a little bit of the game. And I'm like, well, you got five in midfield, like use them. The problem seemed to be that two of the five in midfield were continuously dropping back into defense the entire yeah. time. I believe it was Austin Deleuze and Graham Smith both going back and covering for the defenders yeah. pretty consistently throughout the entire game, really. Yeah, which DJ is was DJ was constantly up the field, which is good because you know he's 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 fast enough to like get back, but you know when it's when we give the ball away in a bad spot and we have to make that counter, well, now you got Connor and Harrington in the back line, like, 
trying to backpedal against Francois. I'm like, he's kind of fast, so you can't really do that. So Austin had to do a lot of – I mean, the whole team had to do a lot of defensive work this game. But, I mean, I guess defense was the name of our of our game this week. It for paid both off ends. this time. It for definitely both, paid off. I mean, for both teams, yeah. So it was the return of Fortress at Salem Stadium at Wake Matt Soccer Park, trademark. <laughs> was that the return of that? I guess so. Nice. I love the Fortress. All right, Rio started everything with the goal. Gold, golden Boot future winner Daniel Rios. Yeah. I'm gonna speak that into existence. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna speak that into the atmosphere. Uh, we had the quick um, restart on the throw in. Um, Becker got the ball. He was wide open on the left side. Slotted it right to Rios. Rios went around his defender pretty easily, and it was just right into the bottom back post. Like that's what I like to see. Like. We're hungry. We're playing fast and physical, and we're ready to take a goal. Like that was that was like the start of the night for me. Like that lifted me up. So I was like, like hey, that lifted ready. up the entire team. You yeah. could tell they were ready. They were they were ready to play this one. Yeah. By the way, speaking of the Golden Boot race, Daniel Rios is now tied for second in the league in goals scored with Thomas and Voldson from. That? I believe that is from Orange County. I believe that's the Orange County yes, logo. Yes, that's Orange County. And oh, wow. uh, Atuala Guerrera from Charleston is the leading goal scorer right now with 12. Oh, so. Team East. Team Eastern Conference. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been amazing having um, Daniel Rios on this on this club. So let me tell you, um, I went to the D.C. United game this last weekend, and what happened was the match... Um, the NCFC match started before the United match. But then the second half ran parallel to the first half of the United match. So I was up there watching with um, watching the match with Josh Mayo, and he and I were um, keeping tabs on FotMob and on Twitter and waiting to see everything that was going on. Like We were, we were of course, party to the match that was going on, but we cared a lot more <laughs> about what was going on with the Dead Whales. And, and he told me, that we got that goal in the 90th minute. I lost my mind. Um, we did too. <laughs> oh yeah, we completely lost our minds. Oh up god. On stands. I mean, obviously we don't win unless Pittsburgh ties it. So they tied 57 minutes. Of course, Francois super fast. He got the ball and was just he. It was like one versus four. No NCFC player stepped or anything like that. So it was not it it was not the best defense we played yeah. all evening. We'll put it that way. Yeah, we we did play some really good defense. Not gonna lie, we played we held our ground and we had a couple chances after that too. But you kind of felt like after that after we gave up that one because then it was just an onslaught for like six minutes of just them attacking of just uh, Pittsburgh attacking attacking. And I felt we were gonna give up another goal again because that's what we've done all season. Mm -hmm. Like we. We get scored on once. All of a sudden, we're getting scored on twice or three times. It's like the opposite of the courage. When the score score one, they score two, three, and four, and you're just kind of like, what happened? Right. Like, I didn't even see the goal happen, honestly. I had to go back and rewatch that game just to see the goal happen. Because when I looked up, I looked up all of a sudden, and it was 1-1, and I'm like, when did they do that? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I saw when they did that, and it was it, – it, it definitely deflated the crowd a bit, yeah. uh, and the, the team, to their credit, however, was not particularly deflated because I think a lot of us went into this game thinking that a draw would actually be a pretty good result 
for us. I said it last week. I said, I'm expecting a loss, hoping for a draw, and if we win, then praise be to God. I think I went for a draw as well in that match, just yeah. because we were playing the team who at the time was second in the league, and Pittsburgh is now fourth, and now we are welcoming second in the league Charleston this weekend. Um, so I, I think I've said um, win against TFC2, win, uh, draw against Pittsburgh, and win against Charleston. I think that's what I said. Um but yeah, I mean, just to be able to come out here and grab a win here, and now four matches unbeaten, two, two wins in a row. <laughs> that that mythical four match winning streak that Kurt Johnson talked about. Kurt Johnson's about to make a lot of. Uh, he's about will, to make me eat my words. I will hold my do. beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was. This is definitely going to be a hold my beer moment if if NCFC pulls off a four the game four game winning streak. Because, I mean. We're almost there. Halfway there. Halfway there. Two wins. Now Two. we go for three on Saturday. I believe in that. And then Matthews comes and Oh God. Well, they're actually no, they're they're later. That's much later. No, that's August twenty fifth. We're away you know, on the on the eleventh. Oh yeah, that is our next home game. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we go to Tampa after that. But anyway. Um Charleston coming up. I'm like, you know what? We we owe Charleston a couple favors. Yeah. We owe them just a little bit, and they're going to come up here and see a team that's rejuvenated. And I have a really good feeling about this weekend. I've had a good feeling all season long. It's it's kind of waned a little bit when we went into those doldrums. I can't I can't lie, but you know I have been I've been the podtimist on this podcast. I am I am the podtimist, and I have believed in this team. And here we are, our two wins, and I'm going to continue to hold on to it, and. It's, oh man, I'm loving the fact, I mean, I know that y'all are too, but I'm loving the fact that this team is finally starting to click. I hope that it's not a, a false run. I hope it's not a mini run. I hope this is um, true form that's going to hold for the next. A nice long run is yes, what we want right now. Definitely. And what we need right now. As of uh, today, NCFC is in 11th place yep. uh, in uh, the USL East table. Uh, we were in 10th place briefly, but Bethlehem Steel went and basically beat the snot out of Atlanta United 2, and they climbed into 10th. We are now two points out of a playoff spot. 8th place, and probably the best part about that is that we have two games in hand against Matthews right now, and we have a better goal differential by about seven goals. So, uh, just kind of, <laughs> yeah, they have a negative goal differential. Which <laughs> let's just sit back and laugh about that. I enjoy that. So uh, Ottawa Fury is in ninth. Uh, they're on twenty-seven points. They have a minus seven uh, goal differential. We are plus three, by the way, on goal differential. So we we have an advantage over uh, Charlotte and Ottawa um, if we manage to get if we, if we manage to get even with them. Bethlehem Steel, on the other hand, is on 27 points, plus five on goal differential, but we also have two games in hand against them. So, so you're saying there's a chance? I'm saying there's there's definitely a chance. No, this this team has earned the right to to make a run, you know, have a go at it. You know, they are still very much in the running here. Uh, I mean. And you look at the fixtures coming up, and there are a number of fixtures that you know, could go our way. That that could go, you know, one way or the other for for 
a lot of different teams that are in that are trying to get that last playoff spot. I mean, Toronto just got their first win against Nashville, two mm-hmm. nil. Listen, all right, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Gonna go out real bold, real bold. How man. how far of a limb are we going? I'm going out to where the where the leaves start to grow. All right, if we beat Indianapolis. In How two far weeks. We, in two weeks? In two weeks. We don't play Indy in two weeks. In uh, in three weeks, August fifteenth. Today is July thirty first. It's sixteen days from now. <laughs> we I thought it was win- Tampa. That's a Wednesday yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, if, we, if we beat Indy in two weeks, we do not miss the playoffs. Bold, bold statement. I'm telling bold you. I'm telling you. If we statement. if we go to Lucas Oil and we win that game, we don't miss the playoffs. One stiff breeze is about to knock you off that branch. I am going to stand out there. There's a small little green. It's not that's even a leaf. Breeze. It's a, a bud. Try to imagine. Below. Try to imagine Jonathan just sort of hanging on to a leaf <laughs> that is blowing in the wind right now. Like I turned. Ar- how far? Yeah, like, I'm, there I'm, he I is. turned around too fast, and now he's about to fall. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it's not even a leaf. It's a it's a leaf bud. <laughs> it's a, it's a small little bud. It's still green. But I'm telling you, if we win that match. We don't miss the playoffs. Well, this bud's for you, my friend. It's, yeah. <laughs> Yo. so there, speaking of other fixtures around uh, the USL East that are going to be key for us, uh, Friday, August 3rd, Ottawa versus Tampa Bay. Ooh. Ottawa's in ninth. Tampa Bay is right behind us in 12th. So that's one to keep an eye on. Uh, Saturday, August 4th, of course, we're at home against Charleston. Richmond at home against Bethlehem Steel. So oh. that that could be a challenging one. Um, and then another one to keep an eye on here, FC Cincinnati at home to Nashville. Does Fernando Adi play? No, because Fernando Adi is going to Montreal. <laughs> There's that. And then Ottawa's got uh, a game he at... He just loaned to F- Cincinnati. Ottawa's got a game at uh, Atlanta United 2. It looks like it's a makeup game of some sort on Tuesday, August 7th. Matthews is playing Bethlehem Steel on Wednesday, August 8th. And on that same day, the Rowdies play the battery. So there's going to be a lot happening in that space in between um, 7th and 12th. So keep an eye on the standings here. Over the next two weeks, it's going to get real interesting in a hurry. Wait, so yeah. just, just just a tangent. Adi did end up going to Cincinnati. There was like some kind of leakage that he was going to go to Montreal, but he did go to he did go to Cincinnati. He's on loan from Portland to Cincinnati to still be For- on loan to Portland. To what? <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah, but it is what it is. Hello. But they also they that's oh I have many feelings about that because you can't use future money you don't already have to pay a player for this year to play in USL when you're using MLS money to pay him for twenty. Look, we're not gonna talk about that. We're no, gonna talk we're about Wolito's second goal, second uh, goal. Yes, please. Uh, to win the game and to make our announcer for OC um the classic lose his voice because he did that cheering on that second goal. Who was the announcer for the classic? We had three. Um. God, I always forget his name. Like after he leaves, <laughs> it's not a slight. I'm so sorry, buddy. No, he, they came. the The three announcers that we had last year, mm-hmm. uh, they came back this year. Sweet, those um, are good dudes. They came to the game on Saturday before the classic, and that second goal made him lose his voice. 
<laughs> Gorgeous. When are we going to see more of Wulito on the f- on the field? Well, he was injured, was he not? I think so. He was injured. He just came back. Okay. Um, and what a way to come back. That is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a way to come back indeed. I think Neil said that he's played like six total minutes this year yeah. before that he had two. Yeah. 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 Great. Everything's great. Great. A uh, great return on minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better than um, than Firmino at the World Cup. Yeah, you know. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> like, uh, so we get the free kick in the 90th minute after a foul. Um, Lolito goes up to Steven Miller. Uh, they have a little conversation, so you think the ball's flowing over to Wolito at the back for a header, but apparently it doesn't. It gets blocked out. It goes right, falls right to Wolito. He, he takes his chance well. He he volleys it on the ground. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Two one. We run out of smoke and all lose our voices and. Jesus. Which is funny considering how much smoke they let off for the Oak City Classic winners. Yeah. <laughs> that was um that was a fun we'll get, time. We'll too. get to the Oak City we'll Classic Oak City a little bit later in the show. But just a reminder of the fixtures that are coming up here for North mm-hmm. Carolina FC. Of course, this Saturday, uh, home to Charleston. Saturday, August eleventh, away to Tampa Bay. Yep. Wednesday, August fifteenth, away to Indy eleven. Tuesday, August 21st, away at uh, Red Bulls 2. God. Saturday, August 25th, NC Derby. Matthews is coming. Matthews. Saturday, September 1st, home to Tampa Bay. Possible revenge match. Mm-hmm. And then another possible revenge match, Saturday, September 8th, home against Nashville. Double header. Yeah, that was that's the doubleheader night, and then uh, Sunday, September sixteenth, away to Penn FC. Oh, so we finally get a break. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> and the, he's leaving out the cherry. What's what's after that pin match? Oh, Friday, September twenty first, at Atlanta United two. Ooh. I see a lot of W's. Yeah, I see a lot of dubs. Like if you scroll up to uh, Tampa's winnable. Um, yes, Tampa's winnable. Indy, like I said, if. If we win that, we do not miss the playoffs. That is how I feel, given the given current form. And if they can put it together and win that away at Lucas Oil, then we, we're going to do that. If we win Indy, we also probably at least draw with a Red Bull. And then Charlotte comes. Mark that down. I feel very good about that. <laughs> this could be where the actual four-game winning streak And this comes. is what I've been starting telling. On, starting on the NC Derby. And this is what I've been saying all season long. Like, Runs happen at any time. They happen at any time. Like they say, you know, like we're we're, we're close to a four game win streak. We're turning the corner. I'm like, cool. Like keep fighting. I'm gonna believe it, and it'll it'll happen at some point. It will happen at some point. And now we're very close to realizing it's happening because we're at a point where this team has been together long enough. We've talked about so long about how this team has so much talent, and now here they are picking up wins. Winnable matches coming up. Run is happening. I'm this telling. Man. I'm telling <laughs> you. I'm gonna triple down on this. Like I really, feel, I feel this strongly about it. If they can beat Indy on the road, they're gonna hold that form for the rest of the year, and they're gonna make the playoffs. All right. This is finally trending in the right direction. It is. It is. It is. Patience. God, that hurts me to say because that means Colin Clark is right. Patience. How much do you accredit it to Colin Clark? We were silent for way too long when you said yeah. that. <laughs> um, yeah, perhaps so. <laughs> um, 
I mean, so I mean, it's, 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 it's hard to say just because we've been we've been battering him all year long. So it's hard to say where we. I want can give to a coach. Up. I can give a coach credit when credit is due. Go for that it. sub was very good. It was late. We were very. We. It's always late. It's always That's late. Yeah. Um. But he. he he apparently brought in the right personnel to make something happen. Like, uh, Wolito added a different spark that we weren't ready for, and neither apparently was Pittsburgh. So I'm going to give him credit for that. He brought in a very good sub that impacted a game. He did that, la- he did that uh, against um, Toronto. He yep. brought in T. When T came in. T came in, and T made a very impactful change and changed the lineup, and it paid off. We won 3-1. So I'm going to give him credit for that. I wish he would make his subs a little bit earlier. Just because I think we all wish that. Yeah, yeah you're, you're pretty much right about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but how much do you credit Rios's form to Colin Clark? Because right now Rios is on a run. Rios is tearing the league apart right, right now. Right now, I credit Rios's form to Daniel Rios <laughs> because he is—he just seems like he's that good a striker. We knew he was the real deal coming in, you know, as uh, basically a youth squad player at Chivas who was starting to make inroads, you know, in in that team. And the fact that he's just come in here and pretty much dominated scoring for us and in this league tells you everything you need to know. He's not going to be long for USL. He will be somewhere, you know, playing at a higher level than this very soon. I think, I think you're right. I'm just so, so excited to see what they're going to do. Like, Charleston's coming up. We've got, very informed team that's with winnable games ahead of us. Yeah. That's the big thing. You know, we get these wins, get ourselves into playoff contention. I think, you know, I think we have and, a party and in as the long South as you can, if you can get in there. Yeah. South stand parties. South stand parties are the best parties we love they South are. because we're all super drunk and don't care. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Whiskey tailgate got me. Whiskey tailgate, which we're gonna have, we're gonna have a party very soon. We're gonna have a party, yes, we because are. the Courage won the cup. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a second. Half. Hashtag trouble watch. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah. So, I mean, attributing the the run to Colin, I mean, Colin has to guide the team, like that's his job. So he's got to go out there. He's got to put a lineup out there first and foremost. He has to put a lineup out there. Four five one worked out. He's he's. He's attacked the Pittsburgh match differently each time so far. We went from the four four two to the three five two. That didn't work. We go four four two. He's he's definitely he's seen something within Pittsburgh's head that he's needed to adjust the formation. You saw so the one thing that's been common is they did five in the midfield. But the only difference is that we went with, with one striker instead of two. So I guess he found out and said, Hey, you know, we're gonna keep the fullbacks and we're gonna go four at the back, put one up top. And he figured out a way to to unlock Pittsburgh, which is great. Um, I mean, like Ebony said about the subs, you know, sometimes I'm, who doesn't question the subs that managers make when you when you're watching a team and you're watching the game. Balls. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> that's fair. Um, but at the same time, like every everybody wants to critique, and like, well, a lot of times, like we feel, we have valid criticisms, and we'll hold on to that, and we'll directly and apply those criticisms but at the end of the day it's his job to lead the team and you got to give him some credit to where we are right now granted tfc2 is bad that's fine um we got out here we beat pittsburgh um we're on what 
four unbeaten, four two unbeaten, wins in a row. Two in a row, yep. And here comes another chance for us to grab a win at home that turns in, if we if we draw at the very least, it turns into five unbeaten. If we draw, it's definitely going to feel like a letdown, especially because it's Charleston. We want to win. We want the Southern Derby Cup. Yes. Um, and just because of the form they're in right now, like if we if we don't win, it's going to feel like a letdown, especially after the way the last Charleston match went. So we definitely have to go out there and put a solid product out there. I really do feel like we can come away with a win, and it's it's up to Colin to make sure that he's putting the right lineup out there. And again, like we've talked about, this team motivates themselves. Just the way that you, you see their intensity and the way they interact with each other on the field. Like they can motivate themselves. But it's just, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I really I cannot wait until Saturday. I'm really looking forward to Saturday. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm also really looking forward to Sunday. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to this whole weekend because it's just going to be a party. Oh, yes. I'm party. Just I'm just ready for a party. So are we ready to talk about Sunday then? Yes. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. You're listening to Six Point Weekend. We'll be back in a moment. This Saturday, before the Charleston game, check out our sponsors, Tasty Beverage Company in downtown Raleigh. Starting at 4 p.m., they'll be hosting the official 2018 Sir Walter Myler after party, known as the Extra Myler. They'll have exclusive offers from the Myler's partners, Wicked Reed Brewing, with proceeds supporting the KL Cancer Fund. Join them this Saturday at 4 p.m. at Tasty Beverage Company right here in downtown Raleigh. See you there. I'll be there. All right, welcome back to episode number 23 of Six Point Weekend. I'm Jonathan, sitting next to Dave. Hello. And Ebony. Hi. And, man, nine-point weekend. Yeah. Um, six points of those belong to the Courage. Um, can we call those points, though? They were really knockout can I wins. Call them, can I call them trophies? We can call we it a trophy. We could definitely call it a trophy. Oh, we can call it a trophy. Okay, so in, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, it's it was three wins, and so if you want to just count a win as three points, then, yes, it was, it was nine, but... Two wins, two tournament wins, plus a um, regular season win, so technically three points, but it's a win all the same. And the Courage, um, listen, I don't want to hear from anybody else. The Courage are the best team in the world, and I'm not taking any questions. <laughs> you, you can take your narrative <laughs> to the bottom of the league. Mm -hmm. We'll sit up top with our two trophies and have some fun. Yeah. Yes, indeed. The Courage you know? are the best team in the world, bar none. And, and we proved it and we proved it by de by defeating two of the best teams in France and one of the best teams in all of Europe the they European won the champ champions they've won the Champions League how many times six is times it, is it, is I believe it six? so yeah, yeah. Um, by the way we're talking about um, Lyon who has won the Champions League six times and the women beat um, PSG um, on a Thursday evening um, 2-1 in that game, 1-0 against Lyon, and the Courage, um, while they conceded, it was an own goal. Therefore, the Courage scored all of the goals <laughs> in each of the matches that they played. Best in the world. Best in the world. Best and in the world. The amazing thing about it is they did this with six of their starters on international duty. Count them. Six starters. Crystal Dunn, mm -hmm. McCall Zerboni. Sam Mewis, Abby, Abby Dahlkemper, Merritt Mathias, and Dabinia, who's playing for Brazil right now. So that's five U.S. nationals and one Brazilian national who were not on this team that beat the European champions. 
the European champions that had, you know, Lucy Bronze and Emily Lesomer on their yeah. team as well. Lesomer <laughs> carved up the field against their uh, semifinal. Who was that? Man City? Yeah. Yeah. And played the crossbar challenge quite well. Yeah, I have to say I mean, <laughs> against that, us, that like, shot zoom. that she took from what was it, thir- about thirty yards out, God. just bang that thing right off the crossbar. That probably that could have easily been one-one, right there. I mean, it could have like it could have been one-one about at least a dozen different times. Yeah, <laughs> and somehow the the courage defense held up. And this was the opposite of what we have seen all season from the courage in that. We were the ones forced back to play defense where, while Leon was attacking. Usually it's the courage that goes forward, attacking, 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 leaving the defense on its heels. And like we saw the courage do a lot of defending against um, Chicago. And when they did that, it was literally all 11 behind, behind the, the ball, ball yeah. which is amazing to watch. But before we talk about the championship. Sorry, they won five times. Five times. Five all right, times. cool. Still a lot. Yeah. Um, before we talk about the championship match itself, let's go back and talk about um, the game against PSG. Well, we can talk about the second half because that's the only legal stream we had. <laughs> uh, it wasn't even a legal stream. It was We're, Facebook. Let, let's no, give they, a shout out. Let's give a shout out to uh, at my pride or die on uh, on Twitter, who managed to pull out a phone and basically live stream the entire game. On their Twitter account. Yes. You're the real growler of the game. You are the real MVP, my friend. <laughs> no, so uh, ICC finally heard enough slack and did put the second half on, streamed the second half on their Facebook page. Um, but everybody kept watching My Pride or Die because, you know. Well, they didn't publicize stick, it well enough. Yeah. So we, no, I don't think any of us even knew. No, it wasn't, it, it wasn't at all for the first half, but they did it for the second half and they did tweet about it because I watched the second half on Facebook. From work because it was a little bit easier for me than using Twitter, but a lot of people just stuck with my pride or die because you know the original homie. Because that's what that's yeah. what they knew. Yeah, that's, that's all, all they, they knew. That's all they heard about. So yeah. that's what we stuck with. Uh, like we said, the own goal by Kurt. She just kind of couldn't get out the way. She just kind of stuck her foot out there, and it was just what could Roland do there? Nothing. Um, but Jenkins got her goal. Friend of the pod, Darian Jenkins. Uh huh. Uh, to make it 2-1 in, like, what, the 90, 80, 85th minute, I believe. How cool is it, your first professional goal? Although it, it was in a friendly, but it still counts as a club goal against PSG. PSG. Yeah, <laughs> which Darian Jenkins said on this show that PSG was her favorite club, mm-hmm. her favorite European club, largely because of Edinson Cavani. Yes. Who, of course, was not on the pitch. Yeah. But, hey... The fact that she was able to score her first goal against PSG. That's fantastic. So, yeah. That's so cool. So uh, we, we won that game 2-1, and we go to the championship. Um, and <laughs> the championship reminded me of a standard fair U- um, NWSL match because we scored in, what, the, the 10th minute? 11, uh, yeah, 10th minute, yeah. And then I was like, okay, cool. So... One, two, or four. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
and I'm like, so we're we're gonna win this one nil and a shutout, or we're gonna win two one, or we're gonna four two. Like, there's no in between. <laughs> no here. in between. There's no in between. Well, you have to say that was a bad mistake by Leon on defense. Yeah, they kind of just fell asleep there. Well, it wasn't the fact that they fell asleep. They thought, oh, well, they, and they did fall asleep. They thought there was gonna be a whistle for a foul, and the whistle never happened. No, she kicked it right out the back, like lot really soft. Yeah. To the to the defender. And the defender was going in another direction. Yeah. And the next thing you know, Lynn Williams is pouncing. She right was so on fast. I was like, oh, 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 there's Lynn. Oh, Lynn's fast. I forgot about that part. Right. That was my fault. I should have I should have known better. And Lynn Williams, she didn't even have to do her, her patented uh, crossover at that point. She didn't have to juke. Ju- yeah. She didn't have to juke anybody. She just managed to find Heather O'Reilly right, running right in front of goal. Yeah, and she got just enough on it. Hale got enough on it. Put it right between the goalkeeper's legs. Too. Yes, she and got so, a she got a good hand on it too. But you know that climb Robert mm-hmm. Green did. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I saw that in slow motion. Right. <laughs> but uh, Hale's goal. But it was funny because like you know I thought about it was going to be like an NWSL match because how many times do we see such early goals in the NWSL and then that just turns into high score lines four three 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 two two I'm like okay this is going to be either high scoring or we're just going to win this in a shutout and we won in a shutout because Sabrina D'Angelo played out of her mind. Damn. Like, literally, like, you know, like, you talk about a hockey goaltender, you know, standing on his head. Sabrina D'Angelo not only did a head, did a, stood on her head, she, you know, threw a windmill in there, did a full break dance right there in the goal. Literally any way that she could stop the ball, she did. Brick freaking Wall. And it wasn't even just parrying. She was going full extension and saving and holding shots that were destined for the corner. She was yes. amazing. Oh, my goodness. Your there first was, game to come back in. And the first game to come that. back in, and she does that. Now, there were a few shaky moments that she had, usually yeah. involving clearances. Yeah. And that one attempt at a punch on a free kick. And she missed. That she missed, and Jess McDonald had her back on and that the, one. Jess... This was late in the game. It was in the last 10 minutes, I believe. Oh, when, right. the one and that then, hit the post? Yeah, the yeah. one that hit the post. It went off Jess McDonald before it hit the post. Jess came out of nowhere and to then, block that shot. And then in the um, in the first half, the the pass from defense that had like three inches of clearance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hold your breath. I, I thought I was looking at Carriers for a second. I was hold, like, hold your breath. But, okay. Oh, man, she was, she was so great. Seven saves. Um, I mean... What else can you really say except for the fact that this team really went out there and showed exactly what... I mean, that team was the embodiment of what Paul Riley says week in, week out. This team is literally an embodiment of his coaching philosophy. They never give up. You know, hashtag no finish line. But they they didn't give up. They didn't relent. They were out there as a team. Six players gone or not, this is a team that has depth, and they all went out there with one mission. And they went out and they accomplished that by defending amazingly against a team like PSG. uh, Excuse me, not PSG, but Lyon. They just, just... Piling on the pressure. So much pressure there in the second half. And, you know, like you said, we're so used to it being one-way traffic. Like us on the other side of the pitch. And we're singing. We're having fun because we're getting shots off. It was Leon that had shots going everywhere. Off the crossbar, like you mentioned. Um, and then just another one off the post. A couple yeah. of shots flying right. wide. And, and any shot that was on goal just seemed to end up in Sabrina D'Angelo's hands. Yeah. And Buchanan was... Having a lot, had a lot of space to operate in on that right wing. 
for Leon. That was the amazing thing. And Jay Hinkle, I mean, she was busy that entire night. She had her hands full. Okay, you mentioned Hinkle. Rewind to the nutmeg in the first half. The nutmeg that she set her defender up oh, twice yeah. for because she she, she walked. tried to warn her. Yeah, she she walked. She stalled. So she she went up. She stalled with her gut foot. Went against stalled with her gut foot and waited saw her opening and then nutmegged and then was off to the what races. What did DeAndre Jordan say? Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't yeah. jump. <laughs> Fam. Hashtag techers. Oh my gosh, that was ridiculous. I loved it. Um, the courage. Um. They're um, they're up there for best birthday present this year because they won that championship on my birthday, which was fantastic. Um, shout out to this club, like literally Trouble Watch. Trouble Watch is happening, um, and I didn't get a chance to go and welcome them back, but I did see that y'all were amazing. Y'all had the tifos out there. It was so much fun. Claim. That was a lot of fun. I've never seen Abby smile that much. <laughs> so Abby, Abby Ursek looked really, really happy yeah. to be holding that trophy. I, I love, I love the fact that I, I went out there around five twenty-five or so because yeah. they announced online that the plane was landing around five forty-two. Right. I get there probably a little bit before five thirty. Park, find a parking space. You know, not easy to do at RDU Airport. Yeah, it's it's impossible. Yeah. So it's not impossible. I was lucky very to find hard. one on level three. Okay. So it's not impossible. It's improbable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to get to the airport at least three hours early, so you can spend the first hour finding a parking spot, and then the Second next hour, hour with TSA. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then third hour, you may make your flight. <laughs> so I'm walking up to I'm I'm you know calmly walking up to the, to uh, the uh, elevator on the parking deck, and I hear Ebony. Coming up behind me, screaming, "They're landing early! <laughs> They're landing early!" And I'm, having been on enough planes, I just had to remind her, they still got to get off the plane. You have to deplane. You have to get off the no, plane. No, they and were you, and, off and the it's plane. a bit away, and and it's a little ways to baggage claim from there. You, so you have to wait for everybody ahead of you to stand up before the doors even open. <laughs> yeah. Like finish clapping. <laughs> oh my god. Please 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 don't clap. <laughs> please don't clap for the I'm sorry. I can't I can't deal. Let me let me see if I can see this full breath. Please don't clap for the plate. Okay, <laughs> cool. Continue. Okay. So we managed to get down to baggage claim and there is pretty much the entire cross section of courage supporters there. Yeah. So you've got some OCS folks there. Section one oh eight is there. Yeah. A lot there was at least one youth squad there. Yep. And a lot of kids. That was great. Yeah. You know. A lot more people were showing up at the tail end, so we finally yes. got a bigger crowd out. Um but to see them come down the stairs. They, they came right down the they came they all came down the escalator and we were all cheering for them. We were all doing our doing our little call and response chant like we always do. Yes. And it was a great time. We had a party in the RDU airport. Yes, we did. And it was magical. And because ESPN did not show us the trophy presentation. Oh boy. We had we had Abby Ursig recreate it for us. Yes. Nice right there. Yes. So for those of you um who are not aware, which is a lot of you, um, there was a there was a small contingent of us who watched um, the match here at London Bridge Pub. It was basically the podcast contingent along with Larry. Yes. Um, that was super cool. Um, but since ESPN didn't show it, we did our own 
trophy raised using one of the fanny packs that we got as a gift from um, the Oak <laughs> from City the City Classic. And if I'm like, you want that video of Jonathan lifting this fanny pack, <laughs> lifting this lunchbox, please at me. <laughs> it was gold, and I'm like, hey, you know what? Say, listen, like I was very happy. I'm like, we won this thing, so we're gonna gather around. We're gonna do a trophy lift, and so we did one in the pub. I'm 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 sad I missed out on the actual trophy. I'm sad that Zach didn't get it on camera. So, Zach cut it off before the actual trophy. No, left. but I mean, there's video of it from like Definitely. WRAL, I think. I think Chuck has been um, tweeting the courage at the NC Courage, if you want to get involved in this as well, saying, hey. Come, come out on Saturday. Uh, bring bring us the trophy so we can tailgate with it and um, drink out of it, please. Bring bring it. Come on Saturday. We'll we'll get. I'll buy champagne to put in it so that you can drink out of it. Just come. Come party with us. We're going to have some fun. We talking real champagne or sparkling wine? No, bruh, I'll, whatever you want. Let's go real champagne. Real champagne. Let's we do got it. you, fam. Let's do it. Let's get you some real champagne to put in that cup so you can come party with us at the tailgate. Not too bad. You got a game against the pricks on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Take it easy. Champagne um, from our real friends. <laughs> and let's have, a par- let's have a quick 20-minute party at a tailgate for you guys real quick. Absolutely. Just, All right, bring, so- me, just bring me the cup. So, um, I bring us all the trophies. Bring us all the trophies. Bring us all the trophies. So, Ebony, I know the answer for you is probably going to be yes. Do you wish to sprinkle some salt? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Please. I mean, Chuck, at, I think at, at us. At me. At, at us. Me. You can at me personally. Ebony C25, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want. All right. A trophy is a trophy, uh-huh. when, but when your team don't win it, all of a sudden, it's a problem. Quotes, as I as I put on some imaginary shades. Actually, I have shades behind me. Um, I'm not going to be able to reach them. Actually, I have reached them. All right, so <laughs> I'm going to put on these shades, right? I'm going to look dead at Ebony. Who going to check me, boo? <laughs> <laughs> Who going to check the courage? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Well, I did not get video evidence of the face he just gave me when he said that. Who's going to check the curse? Because this team hasn't lost this year because that game doesn't count. <laughs> this team's literally quite the best in the world. And honestly, every week that I get to go out and watch them play, I count myself blessed to be able to watch this team. Hashtag blessed? Hashtag blessed. Because honestly, like, for Steve Malik to go out those two years ago to get the Western New York Flash to come down here, God bless Western New York. I know that you all missed your team. But. I am very grateful to have this team here to be able to watch and for them to be as good as they are. I am grateful every time I go to Seattle Stadium at Wake Met Soccer Park Trademark. and to see them play. I think Chuck said it best. Like people were people were all over. They're like, uh, well if we win the ICC final, well, Leon's in preseason, so you can't really count it. But if we lost, they were gonna be like, Of course they lost. It's Leon, they're world class. So you know And what? we were missing six of our starters. Yeah. You know what? You have you have your narrative. I'll have the trophies. We'll take the trophies. We'll take the trophies. I mean, preseason I mean, is preseason. But when you're a five-time Champions League champion, you've won your league, like, what, 12 times? Mm-hmm. Well, let me double-check that since I'm – I'm sorry, 16 times. Yep. My bad. Didn't mean to short you there, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> Please forgive me. Um, I think you can say that it was a very good win. All we can say is that we got the cup and we're moving on. <laughs>
Yeah. yeah. That's it. Let's go get another trophy. Let's go get another trophy. Let's go do it. We can win the NWSL Shield on Sunday yeah. mm-hmm. by beating Portland at the home. The Bricks. Oh, man. That's right. They are coming. Yeah. Portland is coming. Yes, they are. We need to do some, some pruning in the garden. Yeah. has its thorn. Thank you, and, Brad Michaels. Every <laughs> thorn is a cheat. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the North Carolina Courage, yes. uh, the best team in the world, are leading the NWSL right now. They have 46 points. Um, Portland is third with 29. Um, <laughs> what's funny Sorry. is that um, we're on 19 gap. games played. Orlando is on 19 as well. Sky Blue has a lot to catch up on. They're on 16. But everybody else is on 18. So not only... Not only did we go and play an extra tournament while everybody else was off, we're also a game ahead of everybody else, too. <laughs> and we still win the trophy. And we still won the trophy. So Damn. let that sink in. Let that sink in. Open the door. Let that sink in. Um, Lonely at the top and only heaven's right above me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're on 46. Portland's on 29. Um, Seattle, 18 matches played as well, 30. Orlando is also on 29, but they're also on 19 games played. And Chicago's on 28. So this game, as much as it means to us about being able to clinch the shield, you got to think that Portland is thinking about this. I'm they not, not, not going to say that they're thinking about it more because we know how this team operates. But they definitely need it i got more than we do because I mean, they want to make sure that point. they make the playoff. All we need is a point, whether from us or from Seattle dropping, and we get the shield. So we play Sunday. Seattle's at home against Washington. I'm not going to count on them dropping points this weekend. I mean, they. I mean, Washington has been a sneaky good team against a lot of opponents. They've held, they've held their own semi. A little bit against some of some good teams. I that is true. That like, is true. They've they've taken Orlando to the wire. They took us for a little bit that first game of the season. I mean, yes. they, they scored early against us. Yeah. So I wouldn't count them out too much. I um, won't count them out too much, but I will say it's not likely I'm that okay, they like will a get draw. A, that they will get a result it's, in it's Seattle. It's not impossible. It's improbable. It's not. A, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the big thing for us right now is keeping for, form. Yeah. 48 points That's all we need to win the title at this point. And we get these three points against Portland. It's over. The shield is ours, and we're just waiting for the playoffs. Yeah. Do we really need to talk about match predictions, or do we all really just think that we win? Oh, no. I hope we... I I'm hope gonna, we beat the hell out of Portland. Me of course. Too. Can I bring back uh, minor inconveniences? Because I, I do minor inconveniences for, for Mexico, like... Every time we pl- every time Mexico plays, I'm gonna do it for for Portland. Minor inconveniences. I hope Lindsey Horan forgets her second her second boot in Portland, so she has to go to Nike store and buy a pair of sight unworn and wear them to the game. And it throws her off a little bit. Minor inconveniences. Minor inconveniences. Um, I hope she gets the wrong peanut butter for her sandwich, and so she just feels off about it all day because she had to use Jif. Um. Chunky or smooth? Chunky. Mm. Dave? I grew up smooth. Yeah. Ugh. Give me smooth. Come on. Give me smooth. I'll uh, eat chunky, but... Yeah, I want an easy sandwich. Yeah. Mm. I would like an easy sandwich. Anyway, um, so I guess we, we... I personally think that we win, but that's also because I think that we win almost all the time. I think <laughs> there's been a few times that I've predicted for us to drop, but I think we all... And just, I will how be, dare you? I will be very curious to see 
which of the national team players return and play either a full 90 minutes or come off the bench. Because can we talk about the U.S. national team? Yes, please. For a minute? Because we've seen a lot of Crystal Dunn. Yes. And, you know, she's played, I believe, all 90 minutes. She played for bo- in both matches. In both, ga- in both games? I believe so. I might if if I'm wrong, feel free to ding me on it. But she's and she's playing at left back, which is not her natural position. Yeah. Although she's been really good at it <laughs> because she's really good at the football. I mean, Heather played left back. I mean, right back against PSG. So I guess we're just going. We're. Just, I guess all the teams are going F it because it's 2018 and people still think Heather should be in defense. Sure. They, it's 2018 and people think Crystal should still be in defense. She's a forward. She, she scores, scores goals. goals. She will score goals. <laughs> Sorry, they continue. And McCall's are bony. She came in late. Came in, came in late uh, in the second game. I'm trying to remember if she started against Japan. I don't think she I don't started. Think she played in that game. No, Julie Ertz was the starting defensive mid right. for uh, both of those matches. And she's been a little bit shaky. I feel like there were, she's turned the ball over a lot more than she usually does uh, in both of these matches. So at the more I watched the Australia match, the more I thought to myself, "You, you got to get McCall out there. You got to get McCall out there. You know, get you know she's going to bring some energy to this midfield. She's going to you know basically go around and harass everybody that's got the ball." So you know, which which is what Denise did pretty much the entire you know uh, the entire week down in Miami because that's what she does as well. Yeah. But but yeah, Matthias need, hasn't gotten on the field. Matthias yet. Matthias has not gotten on the pitch yet. I I suspect she'll probably start against Portland. Uh, Sam Mewis has she gotten on the pitch yet? No. Uh, she did not get on the pitch against Australia. I think she was a sub in the first game. I was trying to look up stats and I couldn't find them. Okay. Um. That, think, that so sounds about right. I believe she was a sub in that game. The The Tournament of Nations finishes this Thursday, correct? Correct. And you know what that match is. What? It's the NC Courage friendly. <laughs> it's the USA against Brazil. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> I hope Davinia gets confused about who she should pass to. Because <laughs> 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 she's going to see Mewis. And Zaboni and Dog Camper and Crystal, and she's gonna be like, "Oh look, my team!" Right, and just run out beside them, pass it along with them, like, "Oh, give and go with Crystal, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> I hope she techers her own player. Oh, that would be beautiful. That would be amazing. <laughs> but yeah, so we get the the NC Curves friendly on Thursday, which is I, that's unbelievable. We we lost six players, and they're gonna play against each other. Yeah. On Thursday. Yeah. And our team still won a cup. And they're going to come back, and they're going to help us win another cup. It's great. It's a beautiful it's thing. Guns. It's absolutely beautiful. This has just been a fantastic season. Really I have enjoyed this so this much. Is, this is something that comes along once, and we've just been enjoying every minute of it. Like This is not something that happens. Like Arsenal's Invincibles happened. Manchester City's 100-point 100 uh, 100 season happened. But that's a thing that happens once. And so you have to embrace it. And you have to enjoy it as it happens. Well, let me let, let me ask you to this. Outside of NCFC, have you ever cheered for a team that has had a season like they're having right now? 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and just say Fulham just because 22 unbeaten was yeah, ridiculous. That was, that no. was crazy. But other than that, like to actually be party to watching a team week in week out do this. Well, also, I I can also say um, and this I've, is I've, I've I've been I've been a part of two undefeated conference runs. Um, in college athletics. So that's the thing that I've been a part of. I mean, Sounders made that run when they won the cup. Right. At the end of the season. That was crazy. Yeah. But being able to watch it happen in front of my own eyes has been unbelievable. And then, like, soccer is a sport that has so many more variables than many other sports. The only other time that I can remember, you know, being a fan of a team having a season this amazing probably the 91-92 Duke basketball squad, mm. which lost only two games all year and ran away with the title. Right. Um, just a, a tangent, I remember 2005-2006 um, University of Illinois men's basketball. They were poised to become the first ever 30-win team in college basketball and they lost in the last day of the season to Ohio State and I've never forgiven John Debor. Um but that's that's about as close as I can I can get to that. But just listen, like everybody that's listening to this point of this podcast is a supporter of of the club, more than likely. If you're not, please come out and watch this team perform. You've seen them on the news. You've seen them on every news outlet that we have in the area because they all came to cover the courage coming home. You've seen them on your TV. We're the famous courage from your TV. You can go see them play in front of your own eyes. Please tell, tell a friend. Come to Wake Med Soccer Park. Come see the best team in the world. Spread the word. Wake, we need to, this team deserves more, which is, like, it's crazy to say that they deserve more. I mean, they always deserve more. But for the fact that they pull, what, 6,000, 7,000 when they're at home, right? Yes. Wake Med seats 10. Tell your friends. Come out, support the courage. Let's fill this puppy up, y'all. Uh, just so to go back on who will play, um, McCall did play both games. Um, she came in as a second half sub, like to start the second half in first Japan. Okay. Um, and then she came in um, in the 63rd minute for versus Australia. Sammy did not play versus Australia. She did come in as a late sub, played 15 minutes versus Japan. Given the way the midfield has performed for the U.S. in this Tournament of Nations, I and it, I would just really like to see Mewis and Zerboni in the middle for at least 60 minutes and, uh, against Chris, Brazil. Crystal Dunn played all but three minutes of the Japan of the Australia game. She played a full 90 versus Japan. Um, Carly Lloyd came in for Crystal at the last game. Okay. Uh who else is on our team? No, Mathier, no Matthias has yet. not played yet. Not Ab played yet. Abby Dahlkemper has gone Abby 90 has, both games, hasn't she? Yeah, she's she? gone 90 both games. Okay. Um, Dabinia did play a full game against who they played last? Japan. It would have had to have been Japan, yeah. yeah. So. Oh, and they play, she played a full game against Australia, too. So the Courage are going to have a short week coming up. Um, Sunday, they go Sunday, Friday. And then um, after that, they get a day to rest before going back to Saturday. Um, but yeah, um, Sunday, party, probably happening. Oh, yeah. Come hang out with us. Okay, um, 
Speaking of parties. Yes. Let's get to the uh, the Oak City Classic. But before we do that, um, plugging things. Um, Patreon. If you would like to make me say things that I agree with, such as a hot dog is a sandwich, um, you can donate on Patreon, patreon.com slash six point weekend. You can also follow us on social media, um, Twitter, Instagram at six point weekend, facebook.com slash six point weekend as well. Um, you can find our podcast also on the official website of Oak City Supporters, oakcitysupporters.com. Um, and you can join if you haven't already. Um, it's $20, right? Gets you a scarf, a really cool scarf. And yeah, um, we don't have to plug the Oak City Classic anymore because it's over. I'm so Which sad about sad. that. And I'm sad that I missed it. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, Let me say that I, I was super glad that I got to go to Washington, D.C. Um, I went up for a family reunion. Um, I spent my birthday up there. It was really great. I went to go see um, United play at Audi Field. I bought a ticket in the south stand which has a great view of the field um but then i went to go hang out with josh mayo and i went to go and stand with barra brava and um screaming eagles you mean just barra brava because screaming eagles doesn't do anything okay yeah they did sit but they were there (laughs) um it was amazing (laughs) it was amazing to be in that atmosphere and i got to stand on the rail at field level and i was literally 15 feet away from wayne rooney when he scored his first ever mls goal and i was the same distance away when kellen acosta scored his first goal for colorado after getting traded now acosta had an opportunity to score on a penalty in the first half and i have it on film from the video board when he missed which is a big celebration. And let me tell you a thing about the D.C. United supporters. When they celebrate, they throw things on the field, like we do. Now, we condone throwing streamers. We do not condone throwing anything else. Now, let me tell you that there was a large amount of beer that was thrown, and not just in cups. There were tall boys that were thrown (laughs) <laughs> from the heights of the stands. And for those of you that have seen Audi Field, you know how steep those stands are. Like, we're talking like Roe V projectiles filled with beer coming out. So, I want to know how much money these fans have that they can go buy an $8 tall boy well, at Audi was, Field first, and first, just throw it away after a goal. And that was part of the the argument and the complaint about, you know, Audi Field, about how they tried to price out they, they basically try to price out Barra Brava for the most part. They yeah. try to price out, you know, the lower income fans. They want to attack, you know, the nouveau riche and the, the rich clientele. So they had, they got the people with the money to spend, you know, $12 on a beer to I'm throw. Sorry. Did you say a $12 beer? I bought six. Uh, my sandwich cost $6. My hot dog cost $6. Oh, your hot dog cost it. I thought you said a sandwich. My sandwich did cost $6. So, yeah, beer is going to be, it's, it's going to run you at least nine for you to throw onto the field. Um, first of all, nobody likes to have beer thrown over them. Second of all, nobody wants to have to duck every time there's a goal scored. So my thing is, and also this goes for our fans here in the area, please do not throw your beer on the field. Um, it's great to celebrate. Just don't throw it on the grass. I'm it was drinking great. that beer. I'm, I'm drink- sorry. I'm I, spend, oh, yeah. I spend good money on That's that beer. That's a $7 I am beer. Going, I am going to drink that. Seven. Like seven, seven's a blessing. Seven, seven's a blessing when you go to an MLS game. Oh, that's here a blessing. They're seven. Yeah. Um, what do you mean they're they're cheaper than that at Atlanta games? Mm, well, that now they are because that's that's the stadium. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway, I missed out on the pupusas just because they had cheese. I'm sorry. Um. Uh, but pupusas are love. 
This is very true. Anyway, um, yeah, Audi Field was super great. If you get a chance to go to D.C., please go. Take a helmet. Um, sit on the sidelines because it's in the shade. More so sit on the um, the west stand because that's where the actual shade is. Um, but yeah, watch Bar- out for falling. Uh, yeah, well, watch out for falling things. But Barra Brava put on a really good show. Um, I just want to tell the podcast I got a chance to um to talk to um the capo um Pauly from Barra Brava, the um, shirtless guy. Yeah, that was him. Okay. Um, um, so I spoke with him and he commended us for coming up for the um for the Open Cup. Um, they gave us a whole bunch of props for coming up. I went and I wore my NCFC uh, jersey and I wore my dead whale scarf. Uh, but they were really impressed with this, um, with us coming up and the showing that we had. And so, you know, they would have been there as well if it wasn't for the club falling out with Barra Brava. They were there. They were there. <laughs> yeah. I met so many Barra Brava people there. Oh, yeah, that's right. I guess that was before the before the ticket before the ticket thing. But no. Um, but either either way, they really committed us for coming up, so that was really cool just to hear that. Um, but yeah, so let's get to uh, let's get to the party that I missed out on because I'm really sad. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, the Oak City Classic. It was woo. That was so much fun. It was a good time. We raised a, a lot time. of we raised a lot of money. I think I didn't get an official account, but I think I heard hurt a number 10k floating around somewhere 10k is a good number they might have gotten 10k on that last hole with the number of people that missed (laughs) we'll we'll, we'll jump ahead to the ninth hole um this year it was a plinko Plinko hole it was a plinko board where you had to kick the ball up the hill and get it uh into the plinko board and it would basically just bounce off the pegs and into uh one of the um holes at the bottom that were basically scored one, three, five, and nine. Right. And this being, you know, golf low score wins, so you want to get it as far away to the edge as possible. That was very hard. Yes. That it, it, it was. There was a lot of luck involved in there those. There were a lot of nines. Yeah, there were a lot of nines, and there were there were a few misses. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but, but. We I, were did, do- I did my I was amazing on the course. On the course we were all amazing. Yeah. We were all getting we were getting birdies yeah, I was- regularly on that course. I mean that was I was surprised at how well um F at FC actually did yeah. out there. Which it was me, uh Ebony, uh, Chuck and KP. Um and you know Chuck, God bless him, got you know, bought three mulligans in advance. We didn't even need to use them until the back four holes. Yeah. So I think we ended up with 43 total, total yeah. which was probably about, you know, somewhere between second and fourth. So we got a Champions League place out of that, yeah. I think. Heck yeah. That so was... we, we're, we, are, we are in the foot golf Champions League Never at, relegated. at Oak City Classic. Never relegated. Never relegated. Uh, it was cool to see all the players come out, though. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. A couple of them put a put together a team. Um, some were some joined teams with fans. That was really cool to see. Yes. Um, it was. I think it was eleven total players played um, over there. Plays last were at the tournament. Um, Connor, Connor Tobin, of course, organized right, the with, whole most of the thing. And you know, and when you looked out, you know, at the uh, on the on the on the course as it was you had the one hole outside at London Bridge you had one hole inside and then you had two holes upstairs at architect at uh, the architect bar which is just next door so Stephen Miller 
was uh, was on a team. Garbage. Um, ta- uh, DJ Taylor was on was also on the garbage. team. Yeah, ta- Taylor Gang did not play well. No, so. but they had the dance moves to go along with it. Yo, like I saw some of the videos. Shout out DJ. That's my DJ. Go DJ. <laughs> like, <yeah>. so <laughs> Graham Graham Smith was, uh, I believe, on a team as well. No, he was the celebrity shooter. He was the celebrity shooter at yes. the end. Um, um, Rios was on a team. And he Rios was, is much better at actual thank foot, God. football than foot than foot golf. R- thank God. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> if we had to base his play, his goal scoring abilities on what he did on these greens to what he does on the pitch, oof. Mm. Oof. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. It w- wasn't pretty. It was not pretty. I think uh, Dre Fortune made the bold claim that he was going to score at every hole and then proceeded to hit water on the very first hole. Um, so that's it. That was very it, that set Taylor Gang up for for a long, long day. Yes, but <laughs> it's cool. That's that's something really cool you get to see with with like with our club. Like players are coming out and supporting a local a teammate. Yeah, but they're having fun with fans. Like it and was so cool to just see all the players out just having fun. I saw Becker. Becker was trash talking people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, everybody on the team was trash trash talking everyone. Yeah. it was great. I I had so much fun. We raised money for a good cause and and some loud trap upstairs at the architect too. Yeah, hey. I wasn't expecting um some crime mob to be played, but hey, <laughs> here we are. It was crime mob, and we're I missed st- it. We're still standing here. Okay, there's no bullet holes. There was nothing. not a fight, and they played. They played crime yeah. mob, and nobody got knocked out. Exactly. I said Ebony. the same thing, bro. Ebony. That's what makes Ying this Ying club twins. great. Ying Yang Twins was played, dude. Like, and there was no, not a fight. There was no fights. <laughs> Ebony. I was shocked. I don't believe that. We we really done really a, a, achieved peace in 2018. <laughs> yes, peace in the club 2018. Bruh, I was shocked. I was like, if this ain't a coming together moment <laughs> for I all was, nations. So when I when I went out for my birthday, like I was distinctly in an environment where there was not going to be a fight. However. <laughs> Spaceships on Bankhead came Well, out, I'm done. <laughs> and nobody got knocked out. We achieved... We've, we, <laughs> we have achieved global peace. peace <laughs> we've, done we've done it. Oh, so, my gosh. So if you don't want to be like me next year, um, make sure that you schedule your calendar last weekend in July. Oak City Classic, hopefully, prayerfully, We'll come back again next year, raising money again for a great cause. You're hearing about how much fun they had. Um, it's so much fun. Just make sure that you come hang out. You get to see the players. You get to have fun with your friends, and you get to drink all for a good cause. So next year, Oak City Classic, uh, make sure that you keep your ears open. Um, if it does come back around, which I hope that it does, um, make sure that you sign up. Okay. Um We've already plugged everything, so I guess it's time to get to Ask 6PW. Yeah, we've got quite a few. All right, Um, Ebony, go ahead and ask the questions. Simon on Facebook said, uh, assuming NCFC wins an MLS slot, do you think the front office re-signs Clark to go up with the team a la Orlando slash Cincy, or do you think that it would be um, the trigger for a complete coaching staff upgrade? I have a feeling Colin Clark would not come up to MLS. That's just a hunch. Feeling. I feel like they would try, um, but it wouldn't work. So then 
I have a, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, if Colin Clark, you know, leads this team to, you know, a long playoff run this year, I, you know, you can make an argument, but I would not be the one to make that argument. I think when you, you get to MLS, I think Colin Clark is a, is a good coach at this level, but, or some seasons anyway. Uh, but, <laughs> I don't think I think if if he gets to MLS a lot of the tactics that he uses up there just simply would not work. Yeah, I think it turns into um the Orlando situation where you you turn things over and you bring everything else up. Um not quite the Minnesota way when, you know, they basically took their NASL squad with them um to MLS. I do think that probably just because of the way the league is now, um, there'd probably be a lot of overhaul um, if we did go up. Um, I mean, just just for competitive reasons, just like you said, that's that's just the way I see it. What about you, Ebony? I say, I think they want to keep with that homegrown mentality of like keeping the club together, but I don't think it works. I don't think they bring. I think they start fresh with a whole new coaching staff. If not, not just the, I'm not even saying like just the, the head coach, like head coach, assistant coach. I don't think they change much with like the athletic staff, but I think they definitely revamp that whole. NCFC didn't keep the club together moving from NASL to USL. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. So I, I, I have a feeling, you know, once we move this club up to MLS, we're going to see, we're going to see changes. All right. Um, Next question. Jonathan on Twitter asked, uh, should the NWSL go on a month-long break for the World Cup next year with many depleted rosters or continue to play to hopefully attract new fans who have tuned in to watch the World Cup? Go on a break. Yeah, listen, I have strong feelings about this. You have The EPL has international breaks for a reason. Don't and like it, it bugs me to no end that MLS continues to schedule matches during the World Cup. Yeah, no Stop. one's watching that. Go on a break. Just let your teams go. Let them let them compete at full strength. Let the international teams compete at full strength. Just why why dilute the game when you have the choice? Go on a break. Go on a break. Go on a break. All right. Uh, Alex on Twitter asks, after Cincy's big signings, who is your realistic transfer wish list for NCFC? Okay, so I want to break this down before we do this. Um so you all know about the, the designated player rule. So I want to ask you, um, which would you, which position would you rather sign a DP for? A forward, midfield, defender, or a goalkeeper? For NCFC. Yes. Defender. Okay. So if we're going to go after a defender, who do we go get? Now, my first answer is Miguel Ayun. Why? Because he's a really good attacking fullback. And I feel like, you know, why not get somebody who could fly down the wings? Why not? So if you're gonna go after if you're gonna go after an international if you're gonna go after an international defender, now keep in mind this is MLS and we're not gonna be able to go out and say, Oh yeah, let's go get um, you know, uh Nicolas Otamendi. Now that's not gonna happen. Yeah, no. no. Um so if you're gonna go Dante, out, yeah, no. All right, if you're gonna go out and grab like a, a Liga Emekis or a um, a Bundesliga defender, who's it gonna be? Oh, 
For NCFC. Yes. So if I, I can go out and get any international defender. Go get him. Mason Holgate. Okay. Okay. What you got, Ebony? Oh. Money, no option. Money is designated player. True. Good God. That's a hard question. What about the American dream, Tim Ream? <laughs> <laughs> First no. off, there's not a chance in hell Tim Ream's coming here at all. Probably not. I'll have to think about that. Like, okay. I'll give you an answer at the end of the show. Okay. We'll come back to it. All right. All right next question. Uh, Matthew on Twitter asks, oh, right, this question. Um, with the addition of Hale to the Courage mm -hmm. and their performance while six players were called up, does this give the team clear sailing to the playoffs? Stop nothing right is, there. Nothing is promised. Stop right there. We're in the playoffs. We, are we have playoffs. a playoff home game. Yes. But also, nothing is promised. Things always change. Are they a legitimate title contender? Yes. yes. Are they the hottest pro team in North America? In yes. the world. In the world. In the world. We've, we proved that Sunday. Yes. Um, Justin on Twitter asks, do people really care about all-star games because ESPN has not shut up about Zlatan missing the all-star game. Well, they haven't shut out. They haven't shut up about him because he's getting suspended for not going, which is but it's, dumb. But it's Colorado, so the one I'm mad about is because uh, Via is actually injured. He hasn't played in six games, so why would he not play six games for NYCFC and then come play your all-star game? It's 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 honestly frustrating that That's this league is. That this league, I mean, I understand that they want to incentivize players to go to the All-Star game. Like, if you're selected, they want you to go. But it's not fair to penalize them by suspending them, by saying, you know what, hey, like, Zlatan has a legitimate reason to say, I don't want to have to play three times in a week. I don't want to play. He's already played three times in a week. Oh, that's right. That's they right. They played three times in eight days, and then he has to play an All-Star game and then travel to Colorado. Like, if, if he no. doesn't want to play, like, that's fine. Like, that's why you have reserves. Like, the same thing with um, with, um, with the MLB All-Star Game. Like, John Lester wasn't injured. He had just pitched, like, right before the All-Star Game. Like, he pitched on the Sunday before the All-Star Game. He said, yeah, all right, cool, I'm an All-Star. I don't want to pitch because I'm tired. Fine, go get the next pitcher. That's all you have to do. Don't suspend. It's an All-Star Game. It is a glorified friendly. Don't do this thing. Now, I'm... I'm probably gonna watch tomorrow just because. I, I, I we we've already talked about the fact and how I feel about All Star games that aren't the MLB All Star game. I just I, I, it's hard for me to care, but I might as well watch because it's going to happen. Support the game and it's gonna it's gonna be in Atlanta. They're probably gonna show the stadium a lot and it gives me. I an mean, I watched the two chains halftime show. You know what? I'm on board for that. That's about it. Mm -hmm. For the culture. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Dave? Um, I'm sorry. I, I did not mean to ramble, but... No, you're fine. You're fine. I don't, I don't pay that much attention to the MLS All-Star game, to be honest. It's a nice little friendly to sell tickets, but you know you have good players on the pitch who just don't play with each other, and they're not going to play with each other afterwards. For, well, I mean, except for all the Atlanta players who are yeah, going to play with like, each other. It's like but six Atlanta players. Stuff them ballots. Stuff, yeah, stuff the ballot box. Absolutely, but... It's it's a it's it's an it's a non-issue for me, frankly. I just I you know it, 
I don't really care about it. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, Ebony. Uh, and Justin's second question is, how long would you last in a zombie apocalypse? About five minutes. Yeah, yeah. we're probably not lasting long. Yeah, no. I'd walk outside and be like, man, I need a beer, and then boom, I'm dead. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. We're Sorry, dude. Sorry. <laughs> we don't have bunkers, and you're you either stay inside and you run out of food, or you go outside and you die. Yeah. Those are your two options. Okay. Was well, that the last one? No. Um, we have the um, Chuck's question. Yes. Uh, which Courage players go in what Hogwarts house? Oh, boy. This could take a while. It's going to take a while. This I is probably a bonus. We need to make this a separate episode, quite frankly. Yeah, that's, that's a bonus <laughs> bonus content. I will say Zerboni is a Ravenclaw. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I'm claiming Katie Rowland for Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> Tabinia, definitely Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess McDonald goes to Gryffindor. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Fearless. Mm. Fearless. Abby Ursag is Slytherin. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. No we slight. Need, we, need, we need KP here. No KP sl- would have all the answers. I mean... Maybe. Yeah. We'll we'll definitely come back to this at a at another time. I need to go back and watch J.J. Smith's How to Be a Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw video. <laughs> <laughs> um Ebony, did you come up with an answer? What defender would you get? No, I definitely forgot about that question. <laughs> okay, well, deep designated player. Okay. What defender would you get? Like MLS level MLS level designated player defender. Can I answer this on Twitter later on? Yes, that's okay. fine. I'll answer okay. it on Twitter. So speaking of Twitter, um, today is July 31st as we record this. And um, today, um, the Academy, um, the people who give out the Oscars, um, they tweeted. Um, Has Neymar gotten his yet? Say what? Has Neymar gotten his yet? Um, I think he's on the, the short list okay. along with Ledesma. Yeah. Um, so he's still on a roll. <laughs> still on a roll. Uh, so the question was... Um, Summarize the plot of your favorite movie in five words. So I went after this earlier today. And the summary for me is Cary Grant is four people. That's my movie. Dave, do you know which movie I'm talking about? It's not To Kill a Mockingbird, is it? No, it's... Smith goes to, no, that's Jimmy Stewart. Um, I don't know. Charade. Charade is one of my favorite movies. Alfred Hitchcock, you get uh, you get Cary Grant, you get Audrey Hepburn, and Cary Grant, um, of course, I've just given away the entire movie, but he's four people. It's a good movie. Watch it. Um, Dave and Ebony, five words, favorite movie, what you got? Mine's going to be pretty simple. Poker player sucks at law. Um, ooh, which movie is that? Um, was that the was that the, the the card counting one? It was it was a card movie, yes. Um, oh boy, it's gonna bother me. That I can't oh think God. of this. Um, was it recent? Not particularly recent. No. <sighs> Poker player sucks at law. Um, I'm drawing a blank. What you got? Rounders. 
Ah, very good, very good. Ebony, five words. Oh. If you can't think of it, what's the movie, and I can see if I can do it. Uh, now you see me. Um. Group, cons, entire city together. Uh, see, I was leaning. Uh, magicians, Rob, Peter, PayPal. Rob, Peter, PayPal. Yeah. I like that description a little bit better, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Actually, I, I did not see the first movie. I saw the second one on the team bus yeah. on a trip. Second one was a very good movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, they, I mean, they both were really amazing. It was just, I don't even know why it's my favorite. It was just like one I could go back and watch over and over again. I'm like, I'm like that with Rounders just because yeah. John Malkovich as Teddy KGB is one of the best villains even though he's just, you know, he just some he just he comes across as just some low-level mob guy, but the amount of trash that he talks in that movie and the way that he does it is it is brilliant. That's awesome. I need to watch that movie. I've watched I've watched a few of the typical English movies, Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch. Um You like dags? Yeah. Um Mean Machine. I've watched all of those, but I need to watch Rounders. Um, okay. Oh, you know what? The Crazies. That was a really good one. Five words. Um, government. Government experiment destroys whole town. Fair. Yeah, five words. Nice. Yeah. Good work. Okay. Um, this is the part of the show where we always do ask 6BW if you would like to um, make us come up with things in five words or less. Um, use the hashtag ask6PW and we'll answer your questions. Um, I think we've covered everything, right? I think that's it. Okay. Um, Ebony, who brings us here today, please? Uh, we're bought to you by Tasty Beverage Company. That's tastybeverageco.com. Check them out online. Or you can actually check them out in their two beautiful locations, one in Asheville, one right here in downtown Raleigh. Walk in, tell them 6PW sent you. Get yourself a free koozie. Uh, we're also a part of the beautiful game network. That's BGN, BGN.FM on Facebook and Twitter. We're also friends of the pod on Soccer and Sweet Tea. Hashtag SNST fam. And if you want to make Jonathan say ridiculous things like a hot dog is a sandwich, we're on Patreon.com slash Six Point Weekend. Every donation counts. We would appreciate it. We're, uh, you have something to say about your stupid hot dogs? Yes, this podcast is brought to you by Hot Dogs, the official sandwich of 6PW. It's not a sandwich. Then we are contracted to say that it is. <laughs> I was paid to say it's not. <laughs> um... We're also on iTunes and Google Podcasts has now, uh, we're now on there. Uh, leave us a review if you like what you hear. Five stars, please. I'm vain. I need the validation. I'd greatly appreciate it. I think I got everything. And if you're still listening right now, number one, thank you. Yes. Number two, bring me a stout at the tailgate this weekend, either game, <laughs> and I'll give you a ticket to the NC Derby. Ooh. There you go. Dave said. Dave said. All right. Um, I think this is the part where we say goodbye. K.
can I just say trophies over and over? Trophies. 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 All right, well, we're on the hunt for a trophy. Trouble Wetch is officially on, and we'll be back to talk about it next week. When we come back, thanks for listening. This is Six Point Weekend saying goodbye. I'm Jonathan. Dave. Peace. Ebony. Trophies. Trophies. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Later. Trophies.